0: TV in association with MTK Global. I'm here in Birmingham for Midlands Mayhem, joined by Hall of Fame promoter Mr. Frank Warren. Frank, there's only one place to start. Solani Tetti loses WBO world title to Xianjuan Casamero.
1: Yeah, it was, uh, it was quite a bit of a disappointment. Um, he got caught with a tremendous punch, and he just never got over it.
0: In terms of Tetti, you talk about him potentially fighting Nauru Nui. Would you think Casamero might have been being overlooked?
1: No, I don't think it's a question of being overlooked. I mean, obviously that was, that was uh, you know, something that everybody thought was going to happen after the uh, WPB was it the World Boxing Series yeah. thing? That that. Was that. But it's, he didn't overlook anybody. He just got caught, which happens in fights. So he got caught by with a punch from a guy who's a big puncher.
0: Right. And in terms of you and Zolani now, I mean, I suppose we'll go back to South Africa and then he will plan and, for the uh, new year.
1: We're, then we'll regroup next year and get moving again.
0: Okay, um, and also on the card, you had a few youngsters, Hamza Shirash stepping up for the first time, winning the WBO European.
1: I think he made a statement, didn't he? Yeah, he's he's stopping a man who's never been stopped. Crack, you know, stopped a man who's never been stopped. Temp fight, he's a tremendous prospect, he's only 20 years of age, I think he's got a big future ahead of him.
0: There's no way he can stay at super well weight, he's a six foot three.
1: Well, I don't think the height's the problem, you know, I mean, he's comfortable at the weight, and uh, if you put some, I'm sure as he gets older, he's going to put he's going to bulk up a bit more and he'll move up, but at the moment he's making the weight comfortably.
0: Obviously he's only 20 and Dennis McCown, who's got a win tonight, he's young as well. 18, Dennis McCown, so you've got two young boys there. Is it a bit of a risk that they've got such a long career ahead of them that you don't want to rush them in too soon, but yet they also look ready?
1: No, they won't get rushed at all. They'll, they'll, they, they, it's about a career. And as I say, it's not, this is not a, a, you know, a hundred metre race, this is a marathon. And it's about bringing them through correctly.
0: Right, I just want to take you back to last week, Wilder versus Ortiz. First things first, talk to me about that fight, and I know that you've said that uh, Wilder Fury is penciled in, and when well, can we expect a public announcement?
1: What, well, first of all, Ortiz, um, you know, Deontay does what he does. He's a dangerous man. He can take anybody out any, any second of any round, and he was well you know, behind in the fight. Him. I thought Ortiz was doing extremely well up time he got clipped. He's, he's a danger man. The fight with Tyson will be uh, announced soon. It's signed, and they'll announce the date soon. or well, we'll announce the date soon.
0: OK, and just moving on to the heavyweights this week, uh, the weekend coming up, sorry, December the 7th, we've got Anthony Joshua and Ruiz Jr. 2 in Saudi Arabia. Talk to you about, sort of, as you come up to that fight, what well, the feeling I, is?
1: I look at the last one and thinking, uh, you know, Ruiz took it at five weeks' notice. Um, he took AJ's best shot, got off the floor, took the fight to him and stopped him. Had him in all sorts of trouble. I, I think the fight will probably go the same way again.
0: For you, do you sort of need Anthony Joshua to win in the fact that if, Fury then claims the WBC we can sort of build that British fight that everyone's talking about
1: well I'd, I'd like to see AJ win because obviously he's British and I'd like to see an all, domestic, all British domestic play after Tyson beats Deontay Wilder <laughs> um, but whatever happens to happen if Ruiz beats him everybody knows who Ruiz is in, in the UK so that'd be a big fight down the road if, uh, if Tyson fights him right,
0: and just finally you've got one more show out for the year um, Daniel Dubois vs Fujimoto Yeah talk to you about that and sort of any addition to the card that we can expect?
1: Um, well, you've got Liam, um, Liam uh, Williams is fighting for the uh, final eliminate for the WBO title against oh. Fox. So that's on the card, which is going to be a great fight. Um, Daniel Dubois is uh, fighting uh, Fujimoto from ranked Japan, by the WBA, who's, ranked, who's, who's ranked by the WBA. Um, Daniel doesn't have a bit WBA ranking, so he's fighting him. He's also Fujimoto, the WBO um, Asian champion, heavyweight champion. So um, it's a good fight for Daniel, and hopefully he'll come through it. And His fifth fight this year, and I'm hoping he'll come through that one and we'll set himself up for some big fights next year. But Fujimoto's 21-1. He's only lost one fight. He fancies the job. So uh, we've got to see. Anything can happen in boxing. Go and ask Zelani Tetty.
0: Um Is it a big night for Tommy Fury in the fact that there's so much surrounding him in this whole celebrity got, boxing thing at the moment that he sort of has to just knuckle down and prove that he's a boxer? Massive,
1: he's got massive, massive pressure for a guy having his third fight. Normally they, that's on the undercard and it just hmm. happens. He's going. Everybody's eyeballs are going to be on him, so he's got tremendous pressure on him, Tommy. But he's a, he, you know, he's a good pro and he can handle it. And uh, hopefully again he'll come through it and get himself ready for next year for some... Too. Get himself in a position where by the end of the year he's hopefully uh, hoping to fight for some sort of title.
0: Alright Frank, thanks for giving me some of your time. Thank I know you, you're mate. in a rush. And thanks uh, thank you for speaking to IFL TV. <laughs>
2: Andrew McCart, IFL TV in association with MTK Global. I'm here in Monte Carlo with me. I've got another band, Savannah Marshall. How are you? I'm good, I'm really good. You've got a big smile on your face. Mm-hmm. You've just done the, uh, I think it's before the bell yeah, with Dan and and Chris like, how do you enjoy that?
3: I really enjoyed it, yeah. You get used to the
2: cameras in your face, don't mm-hmm, you? I am. you said I'm off camera, that you secretly love the cameras. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I mean, I feel like a bit of a diva. Do
2: you? That's what I'm gonna look, that should be your new name. Savannah the diva. The diva. No, no, someone's already got that. Who? Uh,
3: Undisputed Super Widdleworth champion, Franchin Crew, she's called the Diva. Well, if you, if you if I
2: can't you, have that one. But if you beat her you can take the name and the titles. No, I'll let her keep them. Well we're here in Monte Carlo, unfortunately you're obviously Team Fury, but the news book this morning that Huey obviously he had a look like was it a flu or something like that, a chest infection this Yeah,
3: when yeah. Woke up? Um he hasn't been he hasn't been the best all week and he's just got worse as the days, so the decision was made to pull him out which i think was the best decision anywhere. but as a boxer you you find it hard to make that decision yourself Tony mm. you? you don't want to let people down and um it's absolutely good
2: as, 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 you know yourself like we're going training for like eight nine ten weeks mm. coming out to a place like monaco this beautiful venue that we're, we're in right now i mean it must be yeah, heartbreaking yeah. for not just you uh-huh. but team fury as well
3: well we've just done a two-week camp in holland oh well, have you yeah so i kind of like jumped on the bandwagon and, and, and joined in so I, I, I do you know, I've seen all the hard training he's done and the, the sparring, do you know there's some big big men out there. Do you know um so he's absolutely gutted, really gutted.
2: Well are you gonna stay here and enjoy the rest of the fights? I you <laughs> early flight home, what's happening?
3: I actually look for flights home but there's none so I'm gonna I'll stay and watch the box Why not?
2: definitely I mean you're you're a boxing fan as well as a boxer you know yeah Well, I I want to talk about the women's boxing because obviously you are a part of that believe Mm -hmm. it or not. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, Cecilia Breakhouse you must be uh, excited to see her I mean she's called the first lady for a reason and she's been in the game for so long undisputed worldweight champion I mean just talk to me a little little bit about uh, Cecilia.
3: Yeah so um god she's like it's had the pound for pound she's she was a fest lady Bit of a fangirl really. <laughs> That's what I am. But um no, I've never actually seen a box, I've only seen clips and stuff like that. She's been out the room for a year. So it'll be interesting to see um especially with her age, she's thirty eight now, but you could see on the skills yesterday she's an absolute athlete and she she she's in good shape. She looks strong and um, she looks fit. So it'll be it'll be good it'll be good to see.
2: I mean seeing somebody like cecilia break does that give you inspiration i mean all the undisputed titles and stuff like that and you think yourself well, oh, maybe one day that's going to happen to me whether that be at super middleweight middleweight whatever you're going to end up yeah I don't know.
3: definitely at the press conference when they had all their belts on the table i thought wow there was too many but yeah there was. Was, too was, too many. was
2: too many i mean some of the mm-hmm. fight, other fighters were sharing the belts because they went half around yeah. the table so
3: i actually thought i thought god imagine carrying all them through like in the customs and your hand luggage i thought It's a bit of a um, stress I'd love to have, really. (laughs)
2: Well, you've got Peter Fury to carry one. You've got Fury Fury to carry another. You've got people there to carry Mm -hmm. your belts. I mean, there's also talk of Cecilia comes through this tonight. Katie Taylor's been mentioned, Eddie Hearn's mentioned the Katie Taylor mm-hmm. whether Cecilia comes down to like 142 and Katie moves up because she has fought at 140 I mean you said you haven't seen much of Cecilia so probably best getting your opinion later on after you've yeah, seen her yeah, fight yeah. but uh-huh. what's your thoughts on that fight, Katie Taylor Cecilia Cecilia
3: Um Well like I said, just with Cecilia's age, <clears> I'd be interested to see like how oh, she gets on tonight she's is, she is really smart, mm-hmm. really technical, smart boxer so that's what I'm excited to see um, with the Katie <clears throat> thing I think Katie's just got like um, youth on her, um, and Katie's smart, like you say in her last fight, she done what she had to do, she, she boxed on the back foot, she caught her coming in, do you know, so I think it'll be a real chess match, real
2: one, chess uh, match. Definitely, that's probably one of the first female fights I can probably headline the card, I think. Yeah, 100%. Like that. Definitely. Well, i have to talk about you, I suppose. <laughs> I mean, I was in Yacht Hall last month yeah uh, you bumped into somebody I yeah. mean somebody I've mentioned every single interview with you I've mentioned her name yep. Clarissa Shields yeah how was it bumping into her for the first time in however however long ago
3: um we we met a couple of years ago in a, when I was in Vegas mm. training we met and we, we, we to be honest we've always been all right with each other face to face I think just it's a bit social media she gets a bit carried away with herself but um no it was all right it was a bit uh, I think they were expecting like a bit of shove it push in and shove it or whatever they were expecting but it wasn't it was just quite quite respectful really.
2: Well that's good for the IFL views, mm. the, the pushing and the shoving button. Yeah. I mean, like I said, it was it was quite respectful. You were both yeah. quite respectful. But see sizing them up again. Does that give you? Does that watered your mouth to keep, and get this fight across the line? You against closer Shields is is that the fight? I mean, you mentioned it as well before that twenty twenty that fight can be made. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. after obviously the the, the fake head to head that we got in IFL yeah. Um, is that sort of watered your mouth a little bit for this fight?
3: Yeah, hundred percent. That that fight that fight's a big fight for me. Um, depend. Like I've got to keep winning. As mm-hmm. long as I keep winning, that fight will one hundred percent happen next year. I want it to happen next year. So. Um, She'll surely take that fight, I know she will, but um, yeah, I need to keep winning, doing what I'm doing, and it'll, it'll, it'll happen.
2: Can we expect some trash talk though, if it does get made? I know I know, Clarissa's <laughs> going to drink it, but I'm talking about
3: you, are you going to give <laughs> some like, trash talk? Yeah, Castle, I'm not going to have someone calling me this and that in my face, you know what I mean? Are
2: you good at trash talking? I've not heard I'll you say a bad word
3: or swear anything yet. i just stick the knot on it. i <laughs> just stick the knot on it. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, it's all part of the game, isn't it? Yeah. She, um, if you to score that way, we'll we have a little, a little
2: whatever. Spot. Mm-hmm. Spot. Well, I won't keep you much longer, but final question, I mean, you're here right now in this venue. I'm going to do a little pan on to show everybody. I mean, look at The chandeliers ain't on just yet, but they're going to go on tonight, the ring. I mean, something else. Would you like to
3: fight here one day? I was just sat ringside there. How amazing. This is like a once-in-a-lifetime mm-hmm. opportunity. Everyone on the car tonight, wow. You can look back and say, oh, our box there. I it's amazing. And you can go amazing. down this
2: corridor here, through them doors, and that's where James Bond plays blackjack.
3: Mm-hmm. We're on right about the, the rare tickets, so the, the, the lowest ticket was 400 pounds, so it'd be like that yeah And there's the ring. It goes up in thousands. There. <laughs> yeah. It's crazy goes isn't it? Goes up in it? thousands,
2: yeah. Uh, you said oh, you want to get a chip, don't you, from the casino? So <laughs> we'll like a one euro chip. A one euro chip. That's I don't think I goes get. that small. Mm, that's what i mean. But well, tell you what, I'll go in there and have a bet, and if I win, I'll give you a chip. Promise you. Right, so <laughs> <years>. <laughs> right, Savannah. I won't keep you much yeah, longer, but thank, thank you for this Fightful TV, and uh, see you tonight at the fights. Thank, thank, thank you. He you. is
1: special. Whoa! Absolute
4: dynamite.
5: Pleased to welcome the former cruiserweight undisputed world champion, now heavyweight contender Alexander Yusik, as manager Igos Klimas. Gentlemen, thank you for coming in. Um, Thank you for having us. Oh, absolute pleasure. Um, Anthony Joshua and Andy Ruiz, the rematch. I want to know Alex's opinions on that. How does he think it goes?
6: Как ты думаешь? Я вообще об этом не думаю. Я хочу посмотреть поединок, он случится уже через неделю. А после поединка уже о чем-то можно говорить. Сейчас, пока. I don't think at all I don't think about it at all I just wanted to go there and see a good fight he's... and then after the fight you know we can talk about it so he's the the mandatory is it a fight that you want straight away is it a fight that you'd like sooner rather than later нет пускай они сначала побоксирует что там дальше будет решаться я бы с удовольствием отбоксировалщесорой или еще с кем-то потом нам некуда спешить I'm not in a hurry let them let them fight. Let them see what what they are. I, I would be happy to fight uh, like a Chisora or somebody else.
5: So, a question for you: I guess. the the talk this week has been that you've been in negotiations with Derek Chisora. Can you give us an update on those negotiations? No,
6: I cannot because I'm not negotiating. Negotiating is our promoter, as you know, Eddie Hearn, and uh, I I can't say anything because I don't know details. Okay. Is that it, a fight
5: that Alex would would, would like?
6: That, yes, that's a team <laughs> we would like to. Yes. Okay. He's um Chizora's on a good run of form. What can you tell us about his strengths and weaknesses? Что сказать про его хорошие и плохие плохие I'm not gonna talk about his bad sides, but the good sides are his uh grow up very much after I saw his match with uh, Klitschko. Right. Yeah. He's not already beating anybody at the press conference and he's not <laughs> spitting on anybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Will, there will yeah. be no flipping tables.
5: Last time out his heavyweight debut, seven rounds with Chaz Witherspoon. How did he feel in the
6: ring as a heavyweight? Как ты себя прочувствовал в последнем бою? Я хорошо себя чувствовал, но мало. Я хотел еще побоксировать чуть-чуть. Ну, так случается иногда. I felt very good, but it was not enough. I wanted to felt little bit longer, but uh, that's what happened. So you obviously uh, Will he win this evening? Do you think как ты думаешь, кто сегодня вечером беспутин Бутаев? Я болею за Александра Беспутина. Я? Yeah. I'm cheering for Alexander Besputin. Good points, stuff. stoppage, uh, standoff, uh, yeah. box, my, yeah it's, a, it, it's a box, and I, I'm just gonna be cheering yeah. for Alexander Besputin.
5: Fantastic. Um Igis, Olis, thank you very thank much. You, thank uh, you, enjoy the action sir. thank uh, you
6: guys for having us. Uh, Cheers.
5: Absolute pleasure. Thank you. Um well
6: have a good day. You. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so- 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 oh, so- oh I can yeah. hear that yesterday. <laughs> yeah, what was so- 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 what, what does it mean? <laughs> what is, is it? It means his name. Alexander um, Sasha. Oh, yeah.
5: oh, okay. Vincorni. Right, right, right. Sarfab oh, man. We knew it was in there somewhere. <laughs> and
7: here he is. Just Danny Flexent here for Seconds Out with WBC, well, former now, sorry, WBC Flyweight <laughs> Champion of the World, Charlie Edwards. You obviously relinquished the title. Just tell us what's next for you. <sighs>
8: Um, what's next for me? I'm back out in February. Uh, going to be in a tough, solid uh, 10, 10 rounder. Hopefully, uh, getting a national title put on the line or something like that. Uh, but it's going to look like I'm coming back up bantamweight. Yeah. So I'm going to come back, The first fight's going to be at Bantamweight, we're going to see where I'm at. But I'm done with killing myself and taking 30% off my performances now, like making these crazy weight struggling. It's time, I'm 26, I'm no spring chicken no more. It's time to grow and develop into a weight that I can hold and stay at and grow at for a long time. Um, I believe I will be a multi-weight world champion. And... um, this is this is the decision we have decided to make. Sat down with my team, my man, my management, um, MTK Global, and my trainer, and we was all on the same page. And um, I know I'm ranked three in the WBC at, um, at super flyweight, so I've got a high ranking. So if the right opportunity comes, maybe I drop down, but it's going to be tight there as well. I'm no, am not small for my weight, and um, it's time to to let my let my body grow. Uh, let me develop the power because when I'm, when I'm in training and I'm sitting up at 57, 58 kilos before I have to hit it and drop, I'm sparring um, super bantams, I'm sparring featherweights and I'm pushing them back and I've got power and I'm, I'm enjoying it, I'm happy and like all this kind of making that eight stone limit again after moving up in 2016 when Casemiro beat me to to then going at super flyweight for two years then to to drop down just for the opportunity and then sit there for another year um, it's taken a lot out of me. It probably has taken years off my career later on down the line, um, so it now it's about Regrouping refocusing which I have done since my fight. I've been away. I've been traveling. I've been um, uh, Switching off from boxing a little bit and training still keeping in shape. You can see I'm not I haven't blown up massively. I still don't look overweight. So um, yeah now it's time to get the fight um, Date and then push on and come back at Bantamweight and see how I feel.
7: It's interesting you mentioned Casimiro, he's obviously challenging at your new weight, WBO Bantamweight title against Zelani Tete on Saturday night here in Birmingham. What, what do you make of that fight, who do you fancy in that one?
8: I think it's generally fifty-fifty 50-50 fight with Tete being inactive and suffering injuries and that and um Casimiro's been back on a roll now, he seems to have got his head back. I know he lost his head a little bit with his promotional outfit and things like that so he's, he's backfiring, he's back hungry as ever and um, he's a serious, no joke Casimiro, serious banger, serious puncher so um, it's going to be an interesting fight, he's awfully, awfully tricky, judges the distance very well, also Tete being a bigger longer fighter will try and keep it long and keep, it, um, keep him on it and outbox him. but it's going to be a real good fight and I think it's going to be a great fight for the fans.
7: They're obviously both targeting Noya Inoue um, should they win that fight, do you rate Inoue as the best of the division and is he your ultimate
8: target? So he's the best of the decision and like, I'm realistic, I'm probably years off that, I'm not a world-level bantamweight fighter yet. I've got to grow and develop and mature into it. So, um, yeah, it's, uh, it's every small step at a time, um, I've done very well winning a fly, uh, suit, uh, flyweight, a world-level fighter, like we see in 2016, I wasn't at that level what Casemiro did to me it took me two years to then come back to then get to that level so now it's about just developing working myself day in day out and um, making my body grow getting stronger and um, taking it step by step I'm not in no rush I'm still only 26 still a baby and um, I just need to find my right weight now.
7: Two guys you know well are going to be clashing for your old title Martinez and Rosales who do you fancy to come out on top there and, and claim your old belt?
8: Um, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I think um, Rosales is very tough, man. And it's, if you stand with him, he you need to outbox um, Rosales. You have to hit and move. You can't stand there and have wars with him because that's where he he's feel comfortable and he's big and strong. Um, I'm not. I'm not sure how that fight's going. I haven't really thought too much in, into it really. Like, I just I'm putting all the, that flyweight kind of ex opponents and that all behind me. Like especially with the old Clem Butchel rubbish that's gone on. Um, which is no shock is it really, but it is what it is and um, whatever.
7: You've got the current British and Commonwealth Bantamweight champion in your gym of course, is that kind of invaluable for you to kind of test the waters at Bantamweight, see where you are in terms of sparring?
8: Oh, of course. Me and Lee, we spar together all the time. We have done since he's been there. And um, very competitive spars, you know what I mean? He's my teammate, which is first and foremost. We will never fight each other because we wouldn't bring that into the team. But, yeah, of course, of course. Um, Lee's a great fighter. He's a massive bantamweight as well. Exactly. So that Ma-
7: must tell you if you can deal with that uh, size.
8: Yeah, of course, of course. I, and I feel comfortable. And I've always I, I shared ring with Ryan Burnett. I sparred with him for years as he unified the... Uh, the bantamweight title so I knew back then I was and um, I always had this inkling in my mind bantamweight is probably going to be my best weight uh, it's now to, to take them steps and um, develop as a bantamweight and a bigger profile as well bigger fights at bantamweight bigger names bigger money <laughs> bigger it's money, everything in it yeah 100% and a new journey new experience new journey change the way I can train don't have to like be going to the gym with no energy hating life like I'll get the enjoyment factor back for it, like the world title was the biggest thing and I'm so buzzing that I've achieved it and um, at the flyweight limit it kind of it became a hindrance because I knew my weight was done I knew I was going to struggle for the weight first my first defense it was a struggle then then that, that last one four weeks before the fight um, I said to, my, uh, to Grant Smith I was like after this fight I can't do it no more and he, was, he laughed he was like, I've already been speaking about this after this fight you're moving up no matter what so it's just, it's a hard bit of pill to swallow, but um, it's gonna make me stronger and these hard times don't last, tough people do. So I'm gonna learn, live, learn, grow, and right now, making that weight the way I did and everything that's, that's happened, it, um, it, it made me a bit scared. So now it's time to refocus, reset, and um, come back bigger, faster, and stronger, and um, look, look, look and enjoy boxing for a healthy boxing career not not a life for anyone.
7: I think it's quite similar to what Pacquiao did, isn't it? Like he won a world title fly flyweight, lost, missed the weight and then moved up three weights, I think he moved up. So so didn't do too bad for him.
8: 100% like I really can't stress this enough making that weight so badly and like taking a whole year of like sitting on low fat percentages all the time and stressing stress on my body. It probably has taken a few years off my career. And when you've got to just it is what it is, if you're good enough, you're good enough. Don't matter what weight you're at. Look at Pacquiao, he's gone through all the weights, and sometimes your body is, just outgrows it. I'm not a kid, I've been doing these light, light, silly weights. When I was on GB before I turned pro, I was a, 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 a super flyweight, and I moved down to flyweight, then I moved up to fly for two years, then I moved down again. It's like, that's not good stress on my body, so now it's about finding the real weight and be strong, and skillful and oh, I'm a good boxer and I be, believe I beat anyone on my day um, so now it's about a new adventure a new journey and um, look forward rather than back and before we let you go people always asking, how's your mum getting on? yeah she's doing fine bless her yeah she's smiling that's all we can ask um, it's just yeah she, her, her life is never going to be like our lives you know what I mean but as long as she's smiling she's happy that's all that matters for us now so we've got to keep making her proud and um the last fight, what happened to me, the way I had to make my weight and that, um, I never want her to see that again, so now it's time to do a bit healthily.
7: Brilliant, well we wish you the very best luck, we look forward to seeing you back in action. Cheers Charlie.
2: Andrew McCart, IFL TV and association MTK Global. I'm here in Monte Carlo with me. I've got Huey Fury, Huey, Huey, <coughs> Huey. The Devastating news this morning for yourself is that, I went on Twitter, I seen that you had uh, called off your fight due to a virus. I just want you to share your thoughts on it and let the fans know exactly how you yeah, feel.
4: Listen, I'm devastated over it. Um, I was looking forward to it. I've had a hard three month camp and then uh, happened on Tuesday, come down with something uh, and then uh, from there, been on antibiotics managed to get antibiotics with the chest and uh, everything from there has just gone downhill so took me on the pads yesterday thought we'd try and get back with the antibiotics taking them uh, started to feel a bit better and then uh, went on the pads yesterday just no strength no power and then again this morning woke up head cold and uh, back with the chest uh, so strength is not worth it so uh, literally we had no choice to pull a fight devastated wanted to take the fight but um, it's one of them it's uh, everything happens for a reason it's, uh, what's been so hard about it been three weeks in Holland it's been a hard camp and uh, everything's been going well in it as well so I was um, very upset to uh, to cancel the fight because there's been a lot we've been working on all the there's problems the morning about the
2: fight as
8: well which is obviously hard isn't. to
4: swallow isn't it? it is it's tough it's one of them it's, uh, <laughs> if, you, uh, if you don't laugh you'll cry about it but it's, <laughs> well, that, uh, that's very true. it's one of them sad about it but you've just got to uh, take the positives and just uh, they say we're still alive and go for the next one.
2: I mean, as a fighter, was a small part of you thinking, <laughs> you "Know what the way i now, the morning of the fight." It was a tiny, small part of you thinking to yourself, "I'll just, I'll carry on. I'll go, I'll go for the fight." Or was it just like you know? For me, on, I, and I
4: listen. For me, I would jump in there. But yeah, with when you are dying, but then the day when I mean, you can't pick up your hands and you feel that weak and lethargic from having this virus and the flu since Tuesday. Whatever I've got is uh, just drained me. Like there's nothing left in my body. Yet. Anyone will tell you when you have any sort of uh, illness or anything, it just takes it out. I think with that, having the antibiotics as well has uh, just drained me out, and uh, it's absolutely uh, destroyed me. Well, I mean, you're only 25. I spoke to you about uh, yesterday in your interview you're saying, <laughs> oh, it's
2: almost like you're 35 because you've been in the game so long." I know. Mean, oh, You've turned pro at like 19, 18 years old didn't you? Turned so, pro when I mean, was 18. This is just one blip in your career, I'm pretty sure
4: we can expect a huge 2020 from you. No, 100%, like I said, it was going to be a shock uh, this evening. We had a lot to, uh, to show the people and go out with a bang this new year, so but obviously we didn't get that chance because uh, we've been in the gym, we've been uh, fixing a lot of things and people would have seen a big uh, big difference and a big improvement, but uh, it's one of them, what can you do? Uh, like I say, my heart goes out to the fans and everything, what was. Uh, expecting it but it's a disappointing a sad time. <laughs> I,
2: mean, I'm sorry, I know you've got a little you've got a cough then you're drinking water, you're trying to make yourself feel better but one final question I mean how soon can we see you back out then obviously you're not going to get out this year again are you so
4: hopefully we no we try to get back out this year but yeah. obviously uh, that's not going to work so uh, hopefully we're going to get back out in um, February. February. Yeah. Have
2: you got a date venue or
4: anything like that? No date, but hopefully get back out as soon as possible. So uh, get rid of this and then back in the gym, so keep uh, progressing.
2: What about this car tonight? You're going to stay and try, and try and enjoy the fights? With how are you
4: feeling? No, listen, 100% I'm going to try to watch a few of the fights. There's a few interesting and then uh, probably head back to bed. Head back to bed.
2: Well, It well yeah. sounds like you need it because you've got, I can hear you, your chest and all that. No, listen,
4: it's one of them. It's uh, sick. You can't say nothing about it. All you can just do is, like I said, you either cry or you laugh so yeah. you'll laugh about it We'll
2: laugh about it we'll definitely laugh about it yeah. in february when you've got your new f- yeah your, your fight no, so 100% as always thanks for this fight tv and i really appreciate it much, thank man. you very much thank you he is special.